0: Hello and welcome to episode 114 of Beekeeping at Five Apple Farm. This is Lee. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is actually going to be a bookmark on the regular channel and the podcast will continue for the patrons on the Patreon channel. Patrons, in case you don't know, on Patreon there is a screen that will give you the RSS link for this podcast that's your private podcast and that's your goodie that you get for supporting beekeeping at Five Apple Farm and keeping everything on the air so if you haven't seen that um, look around on Patreon for that and if you have any trouble send me an email and I will try to point it out of how to copy that link into your part put into your podcast player If you don't want to, you know, listen to it on the Patreon app or on your computer or whatever. I hope all of you are doing well. I hope you did well in that crazy polar vortex action that we had. Even though it's raining cats and dogs now and the ground is just one big muddy mess here. I'm glad to have it compared to that bitter cold. During the bitter cold which we had wind chills below zero, I will confess I had several overwintered nukes tucked into the basement because I just didn't want to take that chance. I mean, that that kind of freak cold spell after not having much of a winter at all is a worst case scenario for the little, you know, the small overwintered nukes. So I just formered up and I went out there and I moved a handful of them to the basement And then as soon as the weather broke, um, it was about five days, I guess, as soon as the weather broke, I moved them back out to the apiary. Several people have asked me questions, and yes, they they were closed up. I would put a little screen of bee hardware cloth over the entrance so that they could still get air, but they couldn't get out. And then I am blessed with the basement in this new house holds the temperature that's pretty exactly like a root cellar. A friend of mine who's a root cellar enthusiast said, when I was telling her the temperature, said, oh my gosh, you know, your your basement is the perfect root cellar. So that might be a project for another day. But what I know is it is a great place to stash some bees. In my other house, the basement I mean, I stashed many a bee down there, but it actually, because the furnace was located down there, it warmed up a little bit too much, and um, it wasn't ideal for the bees. But this basement, during even the most bitter cold, it the lowest it got was 38, and the highest it got was like 42, even after it started warming up um, initially. it's It's warmer now. But anyway, that save them a week. I mean, probably I would have lost a significant number of those little overwintered nukes just because of that cold dip, and so I sure don't mind. I mean, they're small, so it's pretty easy to just relocate them to the basement. The only thing I had to do was mark each one to make sure that I knew where to put them back, (laughs) because you know it seems like you'll remember everything but then they all start looking alike once you once you move them around so i had made notes on the top with a sharpie of where you know where each one lives in in the apiary so i could put them back it was a delight when i set them back out even though it was a, a cloudy misty dismal kind of day like there's been every day since then but even on that day, they came out and, I you know, were, were doing some cleansing flights and then orienting themselves and then going back in. So it was really fun to see them all still kicking when I feel sure, because they are very small overwinter nukes, that many of them wouldn't have made it. The other thing I've been very aware of is be- right before I put them in, I checked I checked the level of the winter patties on everybody and thank goodness I did because some of them were almost finished with their winter patties and several of them are pretty patty dependent. They've eaten all the the honey the honey that I can feel in weight and so I have to keep a real close eye on those little guys. Out in the apiary braving the cold were all the regular size hives, all the full size hives and I hope so much that, that they all did okay. Winter is kind of a nail-biting experience if you you really love every single stand you have. I would like to send out a suggestion, particularly if you are newer to beekeeping, to start seriously checking the stores, the, the weight on your hives. Because about now, just before we go into February... I think it's February that the one of the names of the moon is the long, long hungry or the hungry moon. And for bees, that is often the case because they may be down to the dregs uh, from their winter stores. So keep an eye on the food stores, the weight. If you have any doubt, or even if you just want the comfort of knowing, then there are many options for emergency feeding, even in the in the cold places. Of course, it's not syrup. It will be either sugar bricks or mountain camp sugar or winter patties, whatever you prefer. And you can do some searches for emergency winter feeding and find out about that online if you're not familiar or if you haven't listened to my multiple references to it because I am a believer in getting that extra emergency feed on there, even if there's still honey in the hive Now, if the whole hive is just rock heavy, they're probably going to be just fine. But if there's any doubt, then emergency feeding can mean the difference between live bees in the spring or not. So last episode, I had mentioned that for the patrons, I was going to do a podcast on a podcast that I had listened to and that I found myself just doing some personal hollering about the content because I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it was incorrect, but in my opinion, it was just, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It felt like it was coming from the wrong angle. And so I wanted to, for the patrons to just talk through that podcast and what I thought about it. So regular listeners, I will be back here in a couple of weeks with your regular episode. And patrons, I hope you enjoy this. Patrons, I couldn't do this without you. That's the bottom line. And thank you to every single person who has joined us to keep the podcast on the air and to keep it sponsor free. It is listener powered. That's it. All right. Take care, y'all. And talk to you soon. Patrons, here we go.